Well, <laughs> good afternoon and welcome to episode 203 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. All right, folks, you know the routine. I'm going to read out news articles. You guys are going to call in and talk about something that normally doesn't have much to do with the news article. Uh, if you are afraid to call in, feel free to type shit in in the chat box. And uh, But you guys know all that shit. Let's get started. Oh, Homelander, I see you're hanging out in the chat box. And uh, Shithouse Rat, uh, that's, um, I got a couple guesses who that's going to be, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and get started on a news article. What do we have today? Oh, let's see. Not that one. Oh, uh, this is just a, hey, go, go Google this if you get a chance. Uh, apparently, a World War II bomb uh, exploded while being uh, diffused in Poland. It was in a lake or a river or something like that. So it made for a really interesting video to see. Uh, so uh, when you get a chance, go ahead and Google that shit and go, oh, wow, look at that. Uh, luckily, nobody was hurt during it. Uh, they were apparently trying to d diffuse it remotely or some shit like that, which turned out to be the right idea because it was a big old explosion. It was pretty impressive looking. Uh, I think they said it was a... a a uh, 4,500 pound bomb or something like that. Um, and, you know, it might've been, that, that might've not even been uh, pounds. It might've been kilograms. And they said like, uh, and, and they said 2,200 pounds of that was the explosives. So that's either 2,200 pounds or about 5,000 pounds, depending on whether they meant uh, pounds or uh, kilograms. Um, but yeah, regardless, it's a very big boom. Uh, go check it out. What else do we got to talk about today? I knew that one wasn't giving much of a conversation piece. <laughs> it's mostly to say, hey, go look at that cool thing on the internet. Uh, oh, speaking of cool things on the internet, UFC champ uh, Conor McGregor just bought this supercar-inspired $3.4 million Lamborghini yacht. <laughs> uh, automobile Lamborghini teamed up with the Italian Sea Group to create the Technomar for Lamborghini 63. Uh, it's a 4,000 horsepower yacht powered by two V12 engines. Uh, costs about $3.4 million and is limited to 63 examples. And Conor McGregor just bought one. <laughs> uh, that seems to be a pretty exorbitant uh, uh, purchase. I'm trying to see if I can find out where it costs. Uh, Oh, oh, I just said that, $3.4 million. <laughs> Don't mind me. Uh, that's a lot of fucking money. Uh, you guys think Conor McGregor actually has uh, that type of money to throw around at this point? I know he's got his whiskey business going on and obviously all the money from the UFC. But do you think he's got like, you know, $3.4 million yacht money? No, I mean, obviously he is, but... Uh... I don't know if that's a wise purchase or not. I might just be jealous. Uh, would, but not of that particularly. It's kind of ugly looking. <laughs> Uh, the example that I'm looking at on the uh, uh, articles, like bright green or some shit like that. Oh, you know what? There's a, a blue one that, you know, it's still, no, it, it looks all fucking weird and funky and futuristic and uh, it, it doesn't look worth $3.4 million to me in, in any way, shape or form. But then again, I don't really do the entire boating yacht thing. It might be really fucking cool. Uh, oh, I see the juicer just showed up. What, Homelander? He's saying damn Jay for some reason or another. Is that the damn Jay? You said something awesome. Damn Jay. I can't believe you're that uh, stupid or damn Jay as in damn Jay all to hell. I don't know if that was insulting questioning or, or, uh, or how was this? Never mind. <laughs> all right. What do we got? Uh, do, do, do. Oh, Taco Bell customers launch. A hundred thousand person campaign to save popular menu items. Uh, they're uh, they're doing a, as you guys probably know. Taco Bell is cutting back on their menu, uh, and they've made quite a few odd choices, really, on what they're going to get rid of. Because, uh, like the uh, their most recent one, apparently, is the Mexican pizza is going to get eliminated, uh, and uh, that surprised me. I don't go to Taco Bell that often. I don't think I've been there since I found, figured out I had IBS issues. Uh, and even then, I only hit it maybe once every couple months or once a six months. It wasn't a high-priority place for me, even though uh, I like Taco Bell better than most of the other fast foods because Taco Bell's always pretty consistent. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of hard to fuck that shit up too bad. Uh, so, uh, um, 
they're a go, good go-to when you want fast food and you don't want to be uh, too disappointed. But I haven't eaten it uh, seriously in years and years. But listening to all these cuts they're doing into the uh, menus, all kinds of shit that I, I can't believe that they just think they're not selling well enough. I mean, like Mexican pizza? Um, that's a fucking thing. Yeah, uh, the juicer said uh, that apparently they're getting rid of the Nacho Supreme as well. And that's just crazy. How, how do you uh, do? They, do they have like just basically natural Supremes labeled as something different on the menu? That's the only way I can see that work out. I'm sure you can get naturals and shit still. Um, oh, uh, to backtrack a little bit, uh, Homelander agrees that he said McGregor has that much money, uh, so he doesn't have to worry about uh, spending 3.4 million on a boat. Uh, oh, then Juicer says now it's natural Belgrande only, but isn't the uh, how is the Nacho Supreme different than the Nacho Belgrande? Uh, is it just, uh, the, I assume the, the Belgrande doesn't have, uh, oh, it's smaller. Okay. And maybe it doesn't have as, as much cool shit on it. Uh, the only thing I didn't, now Nachos, strangely enough, are, is Nachos in general, actually, are, are a real uh, disappointment to me most of the times. I love the concept of Nachos, the fucking, you know, and when you first start your plate of Nachos, it's always fucking awesome. But by the time you get to the bottom of that soggy, nasty mess, <laughs> It's I've pretty much lost my uh, uh, enthusiasm for nachos anymore. Uh, that might that might come from getting overly large uh, plates of nachos before though. Uh, the juicers, that's a good explanation. The juicer said Bell Grandy is for fat people. Natural Supreme is for skinny fat people. <laughs> yeah, um, but there's been many a times where I got a cool. Uh, awesome plate of nachos, you know, covered with all the fa- the good stuff on it. You start digging in, and by the time you get to like the bottom of it, all it is is like you know uh, nachos that have been soaked and stuff, so they're soggy, and you basically have to use a fork to get them out. And, yeah, I, normally about a half a plate of nachos, and I'm good. The top half. Oh, <laughs> Homelander's talking about the uh, double deck, double decker tacos uh, with a uh, soft shell and refried beans, and then a hard shell for ninety nine cents. Yes, they were the fucking shit. Back in the day, man, I've lived off of those things. Uh, and a double-decker taco is such a fucking great idea. I love crunchy tacos, but I hate the mess of crunchy tacos. So double-decker double tacos fix that problem for me because they encase the shell in refried beans and another soft taco shell, shell meaning anytime that the crunchy shell broke, it wasn't a big deal. It's just part of the experience now as opposed to like a potential mess in your lap. So yeah, I can't I can't believe that they're not selling those anymore. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and the juicer thinks he's gonna have to go take a nasty dump just talking about all this. Yeah, uh, I wonder uh, how my stomach actually handled it back in the day because you know, but when my twenties and early thirties, uh, fast food was pretty much all I ate. Period. I didn't cook, <laughs> uh, so for the most part, I it was. Uh, I lived off of fast food and, and, uh, convenience store food. Um, I, I, have had a many a fine meal at about two thirty three in the morning at the local mobile. Uh, cause at the time they had the, uh, uh, the little hot dog stairway to heaven thing going on where, you know, where it cooks, you know, you know, what I'm talking about, uh, the, you know, it sits there on the counter. We're having the hot dog just spin in, in uh, into infinity. Just, uh, and the uh, guy that was working that shift used to hate us because we had this entire crew of people that would sh- uh, you know, shut down the bar uh, pretty much every night. And because we don't plan, we'd be really hungry once the bar got out. So, we, would cor- of course, we'd go to the gas station across the street from the bar. Uh, and he knew he knew he needed to start throwing hot dogs on that thing or, you know, uh, by about 1 a.m. if he wasn't going to hear about it. And he, you know, he used to try to play. I don't have to put those out there. Da, 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 da. He's like, yes, you do. We're paying customers. <laughs> Have hot dogs out, asshole. <laughs> he was okay about it, but you know, I, you, you could tell it wasn't the uh, the best part of his job throwing out like ten hot dogs for uh, fucking uh, drunk people wandering out of the bar. But uh, yeah, growing up, we had all kinds of fucking like, for instance, uh, one of the first junk food uh, uh, home style things that I ever ate was. Uh, a friend of mine was really into ramen noodles. I'd never had ramen noodles before. Uh, I have no clue why. They're such a poor person food. So uh, I guess, but I, my mom must not have liked them. Uh, but so he showed me how to make ramen noodles at his house. But the thing is, he didn't like ramen soup. He just liked the noodles. 
So, so basically what he would do is uh, like throw about half the water you'd need in for uh, uh, soup, uh, just enough to basically cover up the noodles. He'd cook them in the noodles and throw the noodles in a strainer, <laughs> then throw them into a bowl and put like half of a flavor packet on <laughs> and just eat them like that, just the straight up noodles. So for the longest time, that's how I ate ramen noodles before uh, I decided that I'd eat them like a normal person, <laughs> you know, a couple a few years after that. Um, and so that for us, that was like a big, uh, easy, like cheap meal thing, uh, doing some ramen noodles. Um, I don't know. What about you guys? What kind of, uh, meals did you eat as young adults? Uh, when you're for most of our, most of us, when we're in, you know, our late teens, early adults we're scraping to get by, you know, you guys are either in college and don't have a lot of money, <clears throat> excuse me, or you're busy partying your ass off like me and don't have a lot of money. Uh, and so cheap meals are always an important thing for kids around that age. And as I mentioned, I used to do the ramen thing a lot. Um, believe it or not, Subway was actually reasonably cheap back then. Uh, you could get subs uh, for not a lot of money. Uh, so that was also often a go-to. Because as compared to uh, fucking McDonald's, you'd actually almost get more of a meal at the time. Uh, now Subway's quality is so, such shit. It doesn't matter what their prices are. cocaine's a hell of a drug <laughs> yeah all right let's uh, move on to another topic while instead of me just babbling along oh let's see i saw this headline but i didn't read the article mark hamill said star wars creator george lucas never lived down how bad the holiday special was uh I'll just give you the bullet, the bullet points of it instead of the entire article. Uh, during a virtual event uh, with the USC, Mark Hamill said he originally did not want to do the notorious Star Wars holiday special. Uh, he said he knew it was terrible after reading the script. Uh, Hamill agreed to do it after Star Wars creator George Lucas called him up and asked him to do it for him and merchandisers. Uh, Lucas never lived it down. He once said, if I could find every copy of that holiday special, I'd smash it with a hammer. Uh, Hamill said he told Lucas he should just embrace it for the learning experience it provide to others. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the uh, Star Wars uh, holiday special. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> I mean, it's as bad as you could possibly get. Uh, uh, it's I, I can't even I can't even describe it. Uh, yeah, the juicer. It's it's not really well known. They, it's more of a nerd thing than anything else. Uh, he said he didn't uh, know there was one. Um, it's a, it's a one-time thing special that they did, and it's just super hokey. Uh, I almost can't uh, describe it. Look it up on the internet. It's it's worth watching at least once. Dejuice uh, is asking about Prime Day. Uh, I haven't looked at it even a little bit. I'm trying to save money, so looking at deals is probably not the best way to do that. My wife's currently looking at it and calling out, calling out things that she thinks she might want, uh, which makes me nervous. <laughs> I'll be I'll be happy when Prime Day's over. To be honest with you. Oh, I see Gracie and the Sly Dog have showed up. Kind of suspicious that you guys show up at about the same time. Hmm. I'm not saying. <laughs> uh, I used to, I've gotten good deals on Prime Day before. Uh, I can't remember what. Like I think I bought an instant pot uh, instant pot on uh, Prime Day before. Sorry, I'm, my nose is sort of clogged up today. I'm feeling all nasally. Um, I believe I bought my wife, uh, a new TV on uh, prime day before, um, oh, the juicer got an Instapot too. Yeah. I, I used it for a while. Uh, she didn't, uh, seem all that interested in it that much. So I, uh, and then, uh, then I retired it. Uh, once the winter comes, I might break it out again. Although honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I can't have most of the stuff that I cooked in it. I made a lot of chili in it. Uh, spaghetti. I made uh, a couple few times, uh, I played with it with different recipes. Uh, like I made cake in it once, which didn't turn out that well. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Grace. I, I make a good chili. <laughs> That's, I can't make a lot of things, but uh, chili is one of them. Um, then I experimented. With, there's lots of things you can make with that. Like I made pulled pork sandwiches uh, by taking like a, a pork shoulder and putting it in there uh, and cooking it in the Instapot. And then I think, uh, 
after that, throwing it in the oven for like 20 minutes or something like that, just to uh, uh, caramelize the, the top. Uh, those are pretty good. Um, um, what else did I make with that shit? A couple few different things. Uh, you run. Uh, I'm not much of a cook, so I, I only used it for some pretty basic stuff. But you can get pretty fancy of that thing. Uh, uh, Gracie wants to talk food today. Well, we pretty much uh, extinguished. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, used up all of most of my food knowledge. I'm not much of a food person. Uh, oh, the juicer says it's uh, great for corn on the cob. Um, did we do that? We might have did that. I know we did hard boiled eggs before. Uh, They're pretty good for that as well. Uh, no, we didn't. We know Grace. We've never did tacos in the Instapot. I'm not sure how that would work out. <laughs> artichoke. I mean, you, you cooked artichokes in the uh, uh, Instapot, the juicer. I'm going to call you juice. It's going to be easier. <laughs> I've never had one of those. Uh, I, uh, my only experience of artichokes is after they've been turned into a dip. So I'm. But then again, you know, I'm not much of a vegetable person, so that's not too surprising. Eh, well, you know, maybe I'll give it a try sometime. I'll have to see if it's uh, IBS compatible first. Uh, uh, speaking of which, my stomach's hurting a little bit today. I don't know why. Uh, I, it feels kind of like maybe I didn't eat enough, uh, which is a good sign. Uh, got a good workout in this morning. Uh, uh, ch chest and arm day, which always makes me happy. And since I'm back to the beginning of the workout i'm now doing lower weights for lots of reps which i'll be honest with you uh i think i prefer more uh just because it makes me feel like i got more of a workout uh, like i'd rather do like three sets of 10 or something uh than like four sets of four or five sets of five when, when you're do, doing the higher weights for less reps uh i know that's how you uh a part of the workout program and it has specific results but I always feel like I got a better workout after I do the, the lower weights of more reps. So well, uh, what can I eat? I can eat like four things. <laughs> There's lots of things I can eat. I can eat pretty much any meat. Uh, it's easier to tell you what I can't eat and, and uh, for the most part because um, that'll make it easier. Uh, the biggest thing is I can't have garlic or onion. Uh, which does not sound like a big deal, but a lot of shit has garlic and onion in it, especially onion. Onion's hard to get away from. Uh, garlic's hard to get away from in, for, in certain styles. Um, but uh, hold on, let me bring up this thing. I think I got it, yeah. Uh, let's see. Ah, there we go. Things that I can't eat. <laughs> garlic, onions, artichoke well that didn't take long did it <laughs> i can't have asparagus i can't have baked beans this is just in the vegetables uh section uh, i can't have beetroot black-eyed peas broad beans butter beans cauliflower celery uh, i'm gonna skip some that i've never heard of uh, i can't i can't have kid i basically can't have almost ca any kind of bean uh, i can't have mixed vegetables that's because you don't know your mistress i can't have mushrooms or peas or kidney beans split peas or any of that good shit i can't have apples apricots avocados bananas blackberries black currants cherries currants custard that 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 it ah, you, you see where i'm going with this right and that's just the fruits and vegetables uh you get into like grains and cereals uh i can't have uh, uh wheat bread over one slice uh, i can't have cakes cereal bars wheat based uh, i can't have egg noodles uh, or croissants or I'm depressing myself now muffins nope those are don't can't have any of that uh you can't have cashews <laughs> no more cashews I like saying cashews all these different types of flour I can have basic bread like white bread but I can't have any of like the uh, whole grain breads or anything like that oh <sighs> uh, then uh, the lots of drinks I can't have as well yeah, I'm not supposed to have more than one beer. Uh, or I can't have rum. Can't have tea. Can't have wine. Uh, can't have buttermilk, cream cheese. Uh, and these, these, and by the way, these are all assuming that you're not also lactose intolerant, because uh, you might be that too. Because that's pretty common with IBS people. Uh, so there's a plethora, plethora of things that I can't eat. Um, can I eat clams? I could eat clams if they weren't f cooked properly, because the only way I believe that you should eat clams are fried clams, and and those are delicious. And no, I can't have those now, so I'd have to have my clams raw. 
<laughs> a shrimp? Yeah, I, I can have the pro yeah, I can have shrimp, I believe. I can have almost any any kind of meat I want. I just have to worry about how it's prepared. So I can have crab. Like uh, seafood is probably a good thing for me nowadays. I don't like fish, but most of the other ones I could do. And I can do butter. So I I, I could be all about like a shrimp and lobster thing. Um I can't really do like the uh red lobster seafood thing because uh like most of her stuff has a lot of garlic in it too. So which which is a bummer because as I've mentioned before, I, I really love the McDonald's and seafood. Red lobster is the spot for me. <laughs> and everything from their uh biscuits, uh, which are fucking awesome, which I probably can't have now. I'd have to find out what we're in them. Uh to the ultimate feast, which is, you know, those annoying ass fucking crab legs. I love crab legs, but they're really annoying. Um, I guess because I don't go to really expensive places, I always get like this, uh, the uh, snow crab legs. And there's not a lot of meat in those. Uh, I feel, always feel like I kind of burned more calories eating crab legs than I uh, intook eating them. Uh, king crab's a little bit better for that, but king crab's expensive as fuck. And unless you come with the, uh, unless they come pre-split, uh, they're pain in the ass to work with too because they're very, very thorny. Yeah, so I always feel, I feel like, I always feel like I injure myself on king crab legs. <laughs> uh, now we did go to this one place before, which was uh, it was a nice place, and we're probably never be back because it's really expensive. But we wanted to try it at least once, and the the wife ordered uh, king crab legs, and they came like split right in half and opened up and like laid out, so you know, so you could just like pull the meat right out. Uh, it was fucking awesome. I was like, man. If they did that in all places, if they did that red lobster, I'd be ordering king crab more often. But every time you order king crab from uh, red lobster, they just throw it to you and say, you're on your own, fucker. Here's your cracker. Then when I walk out of red lobster, my hands are bleeding. And it looks like I got into a fight. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not supposed to eat the shit. <laughs> not on purpose. I mean, yeah, I might have gnawed on it a little bit, but no, I know. Uh, but like I can't have their shrimp scampi, shrimp scampi, because that's really fucking garlicky. Um, and probably I can't have a lot of their signature dishes. Uh, and obviously Olive Garden's right out. There's another one. You know what? I went to Olive Garden like twice in my life, and both times I, I was perfectly okay with it. Uh, and my wife loved it. For she was she was actually really happy the one time we went there. Uh, well, I, I'm told it's basically just microwaved uh, pre-prepared food. Well, it's all right. It tastes fine. Uh, but there's probably nothing on that menu I can have at all anymore. Can't go to McDonald's. <laughs> you know, that's one of the bum that was one of the ones that bummed me out quite a bit. Like I love their regular McDonald's cheeseburger with like the minced onions on it and shit. Very delicious. Oh, fuck. I can't have a uh, fucking White Castle anymore, can I? Yeah. They, they fucking cook their... Uh, um, steam grill their uh, fucking meat right on a bed of onions so i can't even say no onions and have that help huh um i'm depressing myself now <laughs> red lobster and olive garden are both the same microwave dog shit homelander said that well you know this is this is kind of how i feel the same about this as i felt about uh drinking cheap beer uh growing up i started off on milwaukee's best uh, and was very happy to upgrade to Bud Light later on in my drinking career. Um, and that's where I stuck with uh, Bud Light. Uh, I wasn't much of a beer drinker back then. And when I did my serious drinking, I was more of a, uh, Jack Daniels person, but I would still, if so, if I ordered a beer or if someone gave me a beer, uh, it was a Bud Light. And I had all these people say, Jay, that's fucking piss water. Why would you drink that cheap ass beer? You should try this microbrew, such and such and such and such. Bell's Brewery, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, whatever. Um, I go, oh wow, yeah. Uh, this uh, uh, bottle of beer is ninety nine cents. Uh, how much is that one? Oh, it's four twenty five. Well, why the fuck would I do that, dude? I'm perfectly happy drinking this cheap beer. It doesn't bother me in the least bit. Uh, why would I get myself used to a really expensive ass beer instead? Uh, it would be different if I had started off my drinking career trying different beers and settling on which one I wanted, but I'm already used to fucking Bud Light. That seems like a stupid thing to do. Uh, I'm not going to, uh, uh, I'm not going to fucking get used to you know, something that's way better for no reason. I mean, it, it doesn't have, they both get you the same amount of drunk. You're both the same amount of hungover the next day. So it's all, ex, uh, basically taste at that point. And I was fine drinking the shitty beer. So. That's why I've never bothered to get into like all these craft beers and micro brews and all that good shit. Um, 
Homelander says Milwaukee's best is top shelf versus old Milwaukee. <laughs> I can't really argue with that. Uh, and we did, and we did forties uh, for a while too, but that got old really quick. Drinking, you know, you're halfway through the night, you still got the same beer, and it's warm as fuck. I mean, not that we use refrigeration for most of our parties, anyways. Uh, a big part of our part, uh, my drinking career when I was a teenager was like around campfires, um, either in people's backyards or like deserted areas or woods and shit like that. Uh, that's why the Milwaukee's best became pretty important because what you do is you buy yourself a case of that and you just sit it around, sit it in front of the campfire and there's your seat, you know, and you drink and drink and drink. And by the time there's not enough beer left to make a seat anymore, you don't care that you don't have a seat. <laughs> you're on the floor, you're on the ground anyways. So it's very, really convenient like that. Um, then, uh, then once I graduated to real drinking, it was Jack Daniels. Uh, and that's why I think that's part of the reason why I never ended up drinking anything more than Bud Light. If drink, if drinking beer was my sole occupation, as far as alcohol goes, maybe I might've, you know, tried out different beers, but I decided to like Jack Daniels been in any of that shit anyways. So, and that's, uh, that's, uh, the drink for me. I, I can't drink that now. Uh, I, I couldn't handle my alcohol. <laughs> I couldn't handle my alcohol in that I don't do anything in moderation. And I've told you guys that before. Uh, so if I was going to drink, I drank as much as I possibly could. Um, and, uh, it took a while that it, it was probably, God, eight, seven, eight years of pretty serious drinking, maybe nine. I, I stopped when I was like 30 or 31. Um, maybe a little bit later. Let me think. No, maybe, maybe my mid thirties. Yeah. Uh, cause I'm thinking about, yeah, yeah, it's probably in my mid thirties when I finally decided I'd had enough serious drinking. Uh, and now I can drink a little bit, like I can occasion drink. Uh, the only time I have a drink anymore, uh, was when I ate something like we went to red lobster, I'd have one or two of their strawberry daiquiris cause they're delicious. Um, or if we went to the bar and got like a burger or something, I'd have a beer with it. Cause I think like beer pairs well with burgers and such. Uh, but that's it. I don't drink other than if I'm like eating something. That's the easiest way to do it. Uh, um, Homelander says he has gone to Maker's Mark from Jameson. Yeah, Jameson. Oof, I forgot about that shit. My buddy uh, practically supported my drinking habit because I was poor. <laughs> and he always did Bud Light with shots of Jameson. And so I've a, I've a drank many of a shot of Jameson over the years. Man, it was horrible the entire fucking time. <laughs> Effective though. And and it's it, it, it's one of those ones that once you get used to it, you know, uh it's fun to watch other people try to drink it because it's one of the uh more uh, severe whiskeys, so to speak. And ju the juicer was drinking a uh, crown with an apple juice chaser. Oh, <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Now I didn't drink any, uh, I was, uh, Jack Daniels, if normally like a Coke or a Pepsi chaser, uh, after a while, you barely even need the chaser. I just drink it straight from the bottle. Cause, cause I graduated from drinking at bars to drinking at home. That seemed like the logical progression. Uh, cause I, I decided I didn't like, uh, how I acted when I was drinking in public, mostly cause I, as you guys have, I think I mentioned before, I started not remembering the night after that. Well, uh, the morning after that, well, rather, and I didn't like the fact that people would come up to me bitching at me about things I did, and I don't recall doing them. So instead of doing the logical thing and stop drinking, I just stopped going to the bar, <laughs> just drank at home instead. And uh, about a year or two of that was enough for me to realize that I maybe I shouldn't be drinking because I don't really have an excuse at this point. Well, hello there, Blarney. I see you got a new person hanging out in the chat box. Um, good to see you. Good to have you here. All right. Well, shit. Um, why don't we actually pick out something else to talk about here in the headlines? Are we okay. We talked about Conor McGregor's Lamborghini yacht. Uh, talked about Taco Bell. Uh, well, here's okay. Once again, this is a headline that I just read the headline, did not read any of the uh, article at all. So it may or may not be good. Uh, and Atlantis might wait beneath the Great Lakes, and a group of non scientists might have the proof. Hmm, that's why I picked it out, by the way. It was the entire non scientist line. Um, <laughs> A team of non-scientists may have inadvertently confirmed the most important finding in Great Lakes archaeology in at least a decade. Uh, 
The group, made up mostly of Native American tribal citizens, hmm, utilized a remote-operated underwater vehicle in the Straits of Mackinac to take a look at Enbridge Enbridge Line 5 oil and natural gas pipelines uh, on the lake bottom. Uh, But along the things they found were stones which they say appeared in circular and linear patterns on the lake floor. If that was done by the hands of humans, uh, it occurred when the Straits area, which divides the Michigan's peninsulas, was last above water, near the end of the last ice age, about 10,000 years ago. Hmm. I don't know if they actually found anything. Uh, To quote them, we didn't expect to find this. This is really just amazing, says Andre Pierce, a 56-year-old Ypsilanti resident and citizen of the Little Traverse Bay Bands of Ottawa Indians, who was one of four women. Oh, I who drove the project to inspire the Straits Bottom, to inspect the Straits Bottom. So basically, they were looking at the oil and gas lines uh, to make sure that they're okay. Uh, oh, okay. And they found some stuff on the bottom that makes it think that there was a civilization back there. Uh, my question is, do you guys care? <laughs> no, me neither. I don't know why I picked out that one. I thought the, the headline would be more interesting. I didn't know the non the non-citizen, non-cent- the non-scientific group would be some Native American Indians looking to bust an oil company. <laughs> Sorry, let's move on. Natalie Portman says she hasn't shown her kids the Star Wars movies because she's in them. Uh, oh, excuse me. She hasn't shown her kids the Star Wars movies she's in because she doesn't want them to think of her as anything other than their mom. Okay. Uh, she hasn't showed them any of the Star Wars movies that she was in. And uh, she has said uh, she would also start then step the start then she would also start them on episode four instead of episode one. So that part's right. Uh, what do you guys think of her decision to not let her kids watch movies she's in, I guess? Um, you guys think that's weird? You guys, do you get, would you, would you guys let, uh, your kids watch movies you were in? Do you think, or do you think it would affect, uh, their view of you, which, and if so, is that a bad thing? Uh, Natalie Portman, she says, she, Natalie Portman says she's not going to let her kids watch the Star Wars movie she's in. Cause she wants them to just think of her as a mom and nothing else. I think that's, uh, unrealistic at best. Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on how old they are. You know, I, if they're four or five or six or seven, they probably shouldn't be watching Star Wars movies yet anyways. I think Star Wars is probably like an eight and up sort of thing. Um, and uh, at, if they're eight, they can deal with the fact that their mom's an actress. So I don't really know how old her kids are. Um, Grace uh, says it's unrealistic. Yeah. Um, and, and I agree. Uh, the juicer said it's uh, best way for them to know reality versus fantasy. Uh yeah. So yeah, both those, both those are very true. And I agree. It is really unrealistic for her to think that she can just be their mom. You're a famous person. You're in a shitload of movies. Uh, they're going to see those movies. You might as well just accept that and move on. Jimmy, we're talking about Natalie Portman's decision to not let her kids watch the star Wars movies she's in because she wants them to think of her as just a mom. That's what we're talking about. And it's pretty well, pretty much agreed. That's just a silly sentiment, sentiment to have. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I guess we're not going to have any callers today. It's just going to be me, huh? <laughs> oh, look at that. It's, it's like I cl- it's like I snap my finger and they appear. Oh, hi there, Jimmy. Hey. How are you doing today? Uh, doing all right. Had a long day at work. Just getting out of work. Yeah, you know that is a ridiculous mentality I, I've ever heard from a celebrity. I'm sorry, but. Once you become, once you, once, honestly, here's a simple way to put it. Once you start acting and getting into movies and you start making big, big blockbusters, you have an unsigned agreement. You're pretty much sell your soul away, metaphorically speaking, of course, not literally. Um, I mean, your kids are going to see your movies regardless if you tell them, no, don't watch it or you're not going to show them. They're going to find a way to watch these movies and they're going to know who you are, what you really do for a living. So, why hide, hide it? Eventually, they're going to know. Right, exactly. And if these are three or four-year-olds that she's saying, oh, I'm not going to show them the Star Wars movies, well, fine, you oh, probably right, should show suck. three or four-year-olds that. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
well, I don't know how old they are. So that's that's what I'm saying. So if they are three, like three or four, and she's saying she's not going to show them the Star Wars movies, well, good. You probably shouldn't. Yeah, they're three or four is kind of young for that shit. Uh, but if it's like a ten year old or some shit like that, well, then yeah, she's wasting her time. Uh, I read an article that one of them had already watched the first uh, episode four, so they're starting on that track. So she's got a decision mm. coming up, up fairly soon, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Well, thanks for calling in, Jimmy. Uh, how you doing today? Well, uh, I'm doing, like I said, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I heard your show. I like listening to your show. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. So where, where are you calling us from, Jim? I am calling from Texas. Oh, excellent. Uh, everything's bigger <laughs> in Texas. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. So you, what, you just get off work, work uh, hanging out and doing your thing, yeah. huh? Joe Rogan's neighbor. Nah, I can't stand that guy. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I have mixed feelings. He yells about him. a lot. He yells a lot when he talks. I'm like, dude, I'm right here, right in front of you. Like, even oh. when I met him, I'm like, dude, why are you yelling, bro? Why are you Doesn't yelling he right here? Yeah, he's very intense. <laughs> I, I, I right swear, here. like, I feel, I, feel as if, I feel as if an old man would have a conversation with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan would give him a heart attack with all the yelling and excitement that he, or enthusiasm he has in his voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. The juicer's pointing out that lately he's been all about that elk meat. I, I follow elk him on meat. social oh, yeah. media, and all he does, all that's basically all he's he talks big. about. I is believe it. Yeah, that's uh, a uh, well, no, that's not true, Sly, because I'm not yelling and I'm basically baked on every single one of these shows. I've never done one sober, I don't, I wouldn't even know how to do it. I don't think, <laughs> hey man, everybody has different effects with, with the weed or the ganja, or the purple sticky punch, or whatever you want to call it, right. or whatever you smoke. <laughs> right, right. Well, here, here in Michigan, it's completely legal, so I feel uh, perfectly at ease telling you guys that I just smoked uh, some uh, cookie shake. Was uh, it's a uh, OG cookie, uh, but it's just a shake from it, which is fine though, it's because it's uh, it's a good shake. It's not like you know, it's not like leaves or anything like that. It's basically just the hairs and shit broke off the uh, uh, buds. Wolf Castle, are you talking about me about the accent? Which I don't know how uh, you just said you're from Texas, which doesn't. I'll be honest, it doesn't sound like a Texas accent. Where are you from originally, oh. sir? Oh, I'm uh, actually I'm part Scottish. So oh. every once in a while, every once in a while, you hear you hear, hear that Scottish accent. Because yeah, if it's not Scottish, <laughs> it's crap. <laughs> uh Oh, we we got another call coming in. It's like uh, a, let's it's see, like a Scottish Texan accent mixed together. Yeah. Well, hello there, Barney. Oh, oh top of the morning to you. Diddly day, diddly day. This Blarney Killer Killarney here. How oh, you, Passive J? I forgot about Hello. you, man. I mean, hey, how you doing? Remember me? I yes, have I me funny clover right here. I'm kissing me Blarney Stone. I'm, uh, I'm over here at the rainbow with me pot of gold. Oh, Give wow. me lucky charms. Eating your lucky charms. You better that's that's Irish, not Scottish. Your lucky okay. charms. <laughs> yes. Good Blue diamond, yeah. purple horseshoes, yellow sun. I don't know. <laughs> it's in a commercial diesel. <laughs> <laughs> Irish diesel. Anyway, it's the best. <laughs> how are you guys doing today? Billy oh, day, Billy oh, day. Doing good. Oh shit, man, we're doing. So where you hear from, lad? Oh. Oh, you know Irish? <laughs> I think he does, yes. Oh, or Actually, that, that'd be Scottish. Oh, you're Scottish. Scottish. Can oh, I get some haggis? I'd be Scottish. Oh, I like haggis. You like haggis? <laughs> I love Yo, haggis. I just hop over the pond and I get some haggis. Then I hop all over right, track right. like a froggy frog. And then well, I eat mm. my haggis by my... Actually, ha haggis is actually pretty good. <laughs> Not gonna lie, if you know how to cook. Is it, this racist? <laughs> is this racist? Nah. You know, you know. Uh, we actually have a. Uh, uh, we actually had Gracie trying to call in a second ago. I tried to pick up, but it didn't work. Oh no! Uh, come on, Gracie. I think, that's, I think that's the first time she's ever called us, so I feel bad. Oh Go my back, goodness! Do it again, Gracie. Do it again. Holy shit, monkey! <laughs> but speaking of Scottish oh, people. What... I was say, speaking of Scottish people, the one of the bartenders at work is Scottish. He's an older gentleman in like his late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, yeah, I can't understand a word he's fucking saying most of the time. I mean, he's really Scottish. Um, ironically, uh, though, uh, I uh, partied with him once back in the day, about ten years ago, at a, a fellow employee's party, and uh, the drunker I got, the easier he got to understand. 
Uh, Jay. Pretty fucking, yeah, what's up? You know what Wolf Capsule said, and it's 100% true? They always after me, Lucky Charms. They are. Yeah, I'll, but lucky Charms? <laughs> I'll charms continue. Just a metaphor I don't know. I just... <laughs> I don't know what that meant. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That was a little mistake. <laughs> All right. There we go. Uh, anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, I see there's an article of uh, China's telling French Museum, don't mention Genghis Khan in your Genghis Khan exhibition. Uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. Well, a French museum has post- postponed an exhibit about Mongol Emperor Genghis Khan, citing interference hmm. by the Chinese government, uh, which accuses of trying to rewrite history. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it said it said that Chinese authority demand that certain words, including Genghis Khan, Empire, and Mongol, be taken out of the show. Uh, okay, then what else are they going to talk about? Or what kind of using to describe well, these people? <laughs> yeah, and they also asked for they asked for power over exhibition brochures, legends, and maps. Hmm. So I don't know. I'd be interested to sit down with the Chinese person and say, "Well, okay, what did happen?" Uh, right. I don't, I don't know if you guys ever read this shit on Genghis Khan, but that was a fucking badass motherfucker. I, I read a yeah, uh, sure was. I read a fictional book uh, based on basically on that. It was a uh, really interesting shit. Um, no, most except of the time, I don't when he went to except when he went to Ireland, we whooped his ass. He went with his tail between his legs. Genghis Khan, the fighting never went to Irish. Ireland. Like Genghis Khan never went to Ireland. Oh, because they didn't write that in the books. But oh. I tell you this, we don't give a fuck. We ran him out of town. Oh. Well, since I got you on the line, what do you think about Conor McGregor buying a $3.4 million Lamborghini boat? What? <laughs> uh, Lamborghini boat? Yeah, yeah. Lamborghini, only making, wait a minute. Yeah, Lamborghini making, boat. Yeah, yeah. They're only making 66 of them. It's a limited edition. It's got, like, fucking ridiculous amount of horsepower, uh, two V12 engines in it. Uh, three point four million dollars came comes in like lime green or like blue. It looks really futuristic, and Conor McGregor just bought one. I can't stand the guy, so I don't give a rat's ass what he does with what his the money. Fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't what like the either, fuck? either. Did he find me pot of gold? How did he have so much money? I don't know. I think he sold a whole bunch of shitty booze. I think I heard something about that, right? Proper twelve. Yeah, proper I hate twelve. Proper twelve. Yeah. You know, he punched my uh, grandpa in the face. In the bar. That was you your know grandpa? That? No, I didn't oh, know that. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But my grandpa has a hell of a chin. He didn't even flinch. Later, homies. Oh, no, no, you gotta no. go. Hell of a chin. Uh, thanks Jay for calling in, Jimmy. Appreciate it, boss. <laughs> no, don't go, Jimmy. <laughs> Too late. He's gone. <laughs> but yeah, that was some bullshit. I him old man. Well, you know. I was, I... I was gonna offer him a pot of gold, but he left. <laughs> Okay, right on. Anyways, uh, they're uh, Blarney. Uh, I, I can't even say that. I'm not even going to try to say that. Come on now. You Come on, Blarney. Kilakalarney. Blarney, Kilakalarney. Blarney, Kilakalarney. Uh, no? Yes. No. Say Blarney, Kilakalarney. No, that's not good say at all, it is it? They appear like Candyman. Okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah. Anyways, what's in the news, Jay? Oh, uh, well, this isn't news. This is just something I saw. It looked really cool. Um, it was a popular mechanics article of, of all things. Uh, they have uh, it's a water go kart. It reaches speeds of forty miles per hour. Uh, it's like it's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, do you know what a catamaran is? Type of boat. That's that's the type of boat. Where it, yeah, where it's basically. Uh, got like pontoons almost on either side of it and uh um with most of the boat in the middle well this is what this little go-kart thingy looks like it's it's that type of style of boat and it's got the motor uh the seated mid body so and it for it makes for this ridiculously maneuverable fast as fuck little go-kart thing uh and i want one i don't even want to go in the water uh, I kind of, I kind of get why people like jet skis now. Because uh, if it's anything like what I saw, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, what about you, man? You ever been into water sports, uh, like uh, not like uh, jet skiing or boating or anything like that? Oh, I go in the pond and I, uh, I, I race against the frogs and uh, I'm, you know, I'm pretty fast. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we got the uh, 
the water Olympics over there for the uh, leprechauns. And uh, I came in third one year. Oh, wow. That's pretty impressive. Thank you. <laughs> Do you know if Homeboy 88's ever uh, been into jet skiing or boating or, boating or anything like that? No, he's Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a white guy. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much a white guy thing, isn't it? No, no, no. No, that sounds fun, but no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I know a whole bunch of Mexicans, and uh, I don't know how they feel about water sports in general, but when we had Employee Appreciation Day at the club, uh, they seemed to enjoy the pool. Oh, yes, we do. We love mm -hmm. swimming. And don't mm -hmm. insert racist joke here. <laughs> you you know me, I'm, a, I'm not that guy. I'm not doing that. No, but yeah. your chat is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't control what any of those heathens do. <laughs> All right, what else, what else we got today? Uh, let's see. Okay, this is just a weird headline, so I figured we'd look into it. Phil Collins wants his ex-wife turned living girlfriend to vacate his Miami mansion. Okay. Uh, I can see you calling me tonight. <laughs> okay, Hello. apparently... Apparently, Phil Collins and his ex-wife, his third, turned uh, a strangled girlfriend uh, are odds yet again. Uh, he's oh, he's no. apparently trying to evict uh, Oriana Seavey from his Star Island mansion four years after the uh, con once contentious exes reunited. So apparently they got divorced, got back together. Now uh, they want to now they're in the house again. Okay, here's how it went down. The legendary musician, 69, holy shit, and the whore, uh, 46, went through a protracted, horrific divorce after almost a 10-year marriage. Yeah. You said, what? and the whore? <laughs> Me? No, I didn't say that. Come on now. You know, I wouldn't say anything. Say? That might have been what I said. Yeah. <laughs> the two split in 2008 after the former Genesis frontman shelled out a record $46.7 million to her. Uh, but in 2016, managed to patch things up for the sake of their sons, Nicholas 19 and Matthew 15. Okay. Uh, wow. Uh, you know, I, well, I, I got to be on the side of Phil Collins just for one song and one song only. And what's that su, one? Su, su, Suryo. <laughs> I don't know why he says su, su, Suryo. Wasn't mm. he trying to say stu, stu, Suryo? But he said, su, su, Suryo, what the fuck? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, see, well, things, things seem pretty peachy for the reconciled couple for a while, despite a few health setbacks. Together, they ran the Little Dreams Foundation in South Florida and beyond, and Servi ran her jewelry store, OC Jewelry, in the Design District. Uh, <laughs> fast track to the current year from hell. CV apparently eloped uh, to Las Vegas back in August to get hitched to a random person named Thomas Bates, who's 31. Uh, Collins reportedly got wind of the nupials and is attempting to toss CB from the lavish digs that the all near night singer bought for $33 million in June of 2015. Oh, so they didn't remarry. Okay, I see how that's going on. Present uh, Yes, sir. What is a susu studio? What does that mean? I, I don't know what that means, man. <laughs> uh. Did you ever hear that song? No, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, shit, dude, I, I can't dance. What? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, dude, I, you know, I can't walk, dude. The only thing about me is the way I talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of his other songs. I love yeah. that one too. You know, Phil yeah. Collins, you're a bad motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, singing songs about his friend drowning and a stranger not helping and shit. That's just. He's. I'm all about that yes. guy. I wonder if that's true. Do you think that's really true? You hear you hear that story at least once a year uh, uh, on the different radio stations going around normally around Halloween. I don't know. That's kind of like Hotel California named after a mental institute in California. I don't think that's true either. Yeah, it may or may not be. Uh, I think I've heard that one as well. But the uh, the Phil Collins uh, one is you hear fucking all the time. And I wonder if anyone's ever had the balls to ask him if that's true or not. Yeah. Hmm. But either you way, go ahead. all right, I'll go, I'll go ahead. Uh, okay, I'm going to 
Here's something I was going to talk about. And I He'll think strangle you if you ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> he might not. He's 69 now. I think I could take him. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, this is going to get... He's strangling everybody. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. I'm probably going to take a little bit of flack about this one. Uh, I saw the, the article was about a, a Belushi film uh, documentary. Um, you know, a, do- a documentary about the famous uh, actor and comedian, uh, you know, John Belushi. And I th- was started to read the article about this, but then I realized I don't really give a shit about John Belushi. And you know why? He didn't really all do all that fucking much when you think about it. I mean, yes. And people are like, oh, you're so funny. You're so talented. The cup, uh, granted, I've only seen him for like two different things, but the two different things I saw was not really all that impressive. Uh, hold on a second. Alum, oh, animal there, house. Rhonda. Hold on a second. We got a caller. Hello, Rhonda. Hello. Oh, Hi, how, how are you? you? I am excellent. Good. I've never that? called in before, so this is first time. Oh, excellent. Well, thank you for calling. What can we do for you today? Oh, well, I'm just jumped in. I saw homeboys on here and was kind of listening. What was that? I didn't mind. I was going to hang out for a minute and see if I can participate. Oh, you both homeboy. Yeah. I'm Blarney. Telekalarney. Top of the morning to you. Diddly day, diddly day. Uh, the man with many personalities. Uh, clearly, you're familiar with Homeboy then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, I was about to dog on uh, John Belushi, so stop me if it's a bad thing. Uh, I'll be honest oh, no, with you. Oh, no, you're I've fine. Only, all right, I've only seen him in a couple things. Basically, Animal House and uh, The Blues Brothers. Those are the two big ones that, that he's most well-known for. And those are great movies, but when you think about it, he didn't really have a big role in most of those. You know, uh, his his role in fucking Animal House was not barely a speaking role. And when you think about the uh, Blues Brothers, pretty close to the same. Uh, I mean, as far as like physical comedy and stuff, obviously it was great, but there wasn't a lot of substance to his uh, roles in both those movies. Anybody? <laughs> I'm just listening so far. <laughs> right on. No, no, no. Listen. Like I said, know, I've never called in, you know, so I'm just kind of hanging out here. Randa. If I can say Randa, your name. I, I am always on here on the OG Live. So I'm not going to go on a lot of shows anymore. But you're welcome to bring Dave and yourself and the other fellow that's on your show to the OG Live. I welcome you. I yeah, welcome but- you. <laughs> so, is this, so is this your first time listening to the show then this is the first time yes okay well i apologize in advance uh we're not very good I, <laughs> no we have we have a three new followers yeah. we have a podcast of our own that's new as well so we're we're trying all avenues here oh excellent all right let's pimp your show what's it called it is called the dave greenan show mm-hmm Okay, Dave well, is the it. host. I'm the co- I'm the co-host, and then we have a, a third party, Aaron, who also joins. He's a stand-up comedian. That's oh. okay. He goes around the country and an actual stay a stand-up comedian. And I heard the other day Michael Jackson and Tony Montana were on, and they destroyed the room. Oh my! <laughs> All right. Well, when is the show on? It is on Fridays at 7 p.m. Oh, is that Eastern Standard Time or? Uh... It is. Okay, excellent. Friday's at 7 o'clock. I might have to check you out, although it isn't after my normal bedtime. <laughs> no, he's not yeah, we have a lot. It, it's a comedy show. It's it's all the way from, you know, casual conversation to the down and so. Oh, excellent, yeah. Quite similar to our show, but we're, we're not funny, so. You know, she's funny. I thought, I, I thought it was Ronda Rousey. She said she was Ronda Rousey. Okay, and then there's this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if this is the best of his impersonations, but we're rolling with it, right? <laughs> oh fuck! We're used to we're used to him. Uh, yeah, no, no, homeboy's pretty cool. He's a good guy, um, and he's actually helped me out a lot. Uh, this used to be a two person show as well uh, until my uh, partner quit about forty or fifty episodes ago. Um, so now it's a one person. Oh, show that and, uh, sucks. Yeah, yeah, now it's a one person show, but Homeboy calls in quite a bit uh, to help, and I've got a lot of other people that call in on a fairly regular basis to keep the show moving. So while I'd rather yeah. have a second person, to be honest with you, it's it's not it hasn't been as bad as I thought it'd be. Hold on, somebody wanted to come and talk to you. Hold on, <laughs> there he is. 
Bless his oh, best oh, baby sorry. hands, Maxi baby. What's up, homie? What's up? Hey? What, what up, Maxi baby? Ever do, yeah, well done. Where's your Where's your next fight lined up, Maxi? You know what? Hey, I'm gonna be on Fight Island in about a month, eh? Yeah, I'm gonna fight, fight Donald Cowboy Cerrone, like I told you, homes. Oh, is that really going on? Well, that sounds like Slowpoke Rodriguez to me. <laughs> you know what? No, you know what, eh? No, you haven't heard the show, homes. If you listen, if you listen to Max Holloway, he says, "Itty what it is, Michael." Yep, that's uh... <laughs> oh, Don't worry By about the way, it. That's the, that, that's the voice of the host. That's Dave Greenan from hey, the Dave nice Greenan Show. You. Hey, I'm pleased to meet you, Dave. He said, "I sound like Let's get back to Belushi. Belushi, uh-oh. Yeah. I've, 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 did I stir some people up? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Uh, I hope you don't yeah. mind. We were able to join. We were able to join on a roadcaster on both of our microphones, so you got two for one on this call. <laughs> nice. Well, hey, more the better, That's right? right? Eh? That's right. No, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like it's not like I think Belushi's a horrible actor or that he doesn't deserve uh, how many accolades he got, but he just seems like." blown up way beyond his own uh, actual abilities by the fact that he was uh, you know, overdosed and died early. Mm. <laughs> Complex uh, doesn't know Complex mm. doesn't know who, who Jim Belushi is. Or John Belushi. John Belushi. Yeah, ironically, Jim Belushi ended up with a way better career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you know, for obvious reasons, but come on, you know. Sure. Uh, what about the samurai guy in SNL, eh? What about the Animal House, eh? What about that, Holmes? What about the Bumblebee, eh? What about the Bumblebee, Holmes? Nah, I was, I, you know, dude, I've seen all those things, and they, they weren't that funny, dude. Yeah. I hate to say it, you know, I hate to be that guy, but, yeah, they weren't that great. Now, uh, okay. Blues Brothers is one of my favorite movies ever, and Animal House is a great movie. So it's not like I don't appreciate some of his work, but it's just not as big of a deal as people make it out to be, I don't think. What about my dad, Chich Marine? You like him oh. better, Holmes? <laughs> 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 well, uh, yes, actually, she's pretty cool. Uh, he, you know, in, in addition to his uh, Cheech and Chong movies, that entire Nash. Uh, Nash Bridges or whatever the fuck he was uh, in. What's the best one? What's the best movie, eh? What I tell uh, you, Holmes? Uh, uh, the Corsican, Corsican Brothers, of course. That's right, Holmes. <laughs> I don't even know where if I've ever fucking up, seen that one. Where he dressed up like a gay hairdresser and he goes, I am Rina, I'm so happy to know you. And he was doing her, hey, that's funny, Holmes. Right. I don't know if I've ever seen that movie. How about you, Rhonda? Have you or Dave ever seen the Corsican Brothers? I have not. Oh, yes. Did oh, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. I've seen every Cheech and Chong movie ever. Hey, hey. Do yeah. you remember when he dressed up Gotta like a gay hairdresser? <laughs> I would have remembered it if it had lots of huh? boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's a no. <laughs> oh. I don't know. He can't hear me, Holmes. Uh, I think. Uh... Oh, we can hear you. We're just trying not to. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, I said what I said, Dave was uh, get some Q-tips and clean out your ears, Holmes. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. No, 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 no. I said, no, I said. Remember the part where he dresses up like a gay dresser, hairdresser, and he goes, "I rain. I'm so happy to know you." Classic, Holmes. Classic, eh? That's a great. Uh, I have to compliment Homeboy's memory for all these things he has in the back of his head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. I know every Michael Jackson song. Um, I just want to take a sec second to compliment your voice. You're a very good host. You have a good host voice. Just so oh, thank you very much. Uh, I yeah, assume you're talking to me, know, Homeboy. Yes, yes, I am. I'm talking to you. It's very nice. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I've, I've heard that before, but it still hasn't got me much uh, else other than that. <laughs> I've been doing podcasting for quite, quite a while. You're lucky. Just, uh, you're lucky the other day you sounded like he was in a channel, Holmes. Oh, yeah, my microphone shit was all fucked up for some reason. I was really super echoey all episode, and it pissed me the fuck off. Nothing worse than taking and he a lot issues. And he left 40 minutes in. He took his ball and went home with it. Eh? No, I know. I finished the show. I, I finished the show, but I felt bad about it. I didn't like it. And apparently all it took was turn my computer off and turn it back on. Fix that shit. The simple things. You just don't yeah. know. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We're actually approaching the end of the show. Um, so I want to thank well, you Well, thanks for, for having in. us. 
Oh, no. Okay. Uh, pimp your show one more time. It is the Dave Greenan Show live Fridays at 7 p.m. Excellent. You guys all tune in. Oh, no problem. We all got to support oh, each other. Oh, I'm going to be on there too. It's Blarney, Kalakalarney, Top of the Morning. Dilly day, dilly day. I'm with me Blarney son at the top of the rainbow. Give me Lucky Chons. Got in me all the board. Holy shit. He's like a jock strap, doesn't he? I think he yeah. smoked weed today. <laughs> right there. He's right yeah, there. I think he needs to smoke weed today is what the issue is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well again, as always, thanks for letting me test this out. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, as always, we're going to be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock to do this shit all again. I want to thank the OG Army for listening in. I can't do a show without you guys. Uh, until tomorrow, uh, I'm Passive Jane. You guys have yourself a great day. Top of the morning to you. Later for you.